from glory to glory my god our end is the glory of god and um as as we have not as we have not encountered god's glory in what we are doing that means it's not our end hallelujah oh my god our end is the glory of god why don't you take this few minutes and share if you have not shared it to someone invite someone and call the person to um come for higher life service today the topic that we are dealing is a very uh, interesting topic it's going to really bless you um um, it's going to really bless you the man god uses the man god uses hallelujah many a times people ask can god use me people ask man of god can god use me there are people that also think that God is using them, but God is not using them. There are people that are deceived as to thinking of themselves, God is using them, but on the real, God is not using them. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we pray? Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your presence. Speak to us, Lord minister to our heart, heal the sick, raise the dead, release your mantle, release your oil, bless somebody, call somebody, anoint somebody, commission somebody, and your name will be praised forever and ever. We love you, Jesus. I pray that you grant me all transgressors as you have communicated to me in my sacred place. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So many a times people ask the question, can God use me? Who is here that I've asked that question before? Can God use me? Can God use me? People ask, can God use me? There are a lot of people here that usually ask themselves, God, can you use me? There are other people too that also think God cannot use me. And then they have identified certain things about their lives. And then... um because of that identification because they were able to pinpoint to certain things about their life they have um, totally and eternally um, come to realize and understand or have accepted the very fact that God cannot use them alright and there is a last group of people to who have deceived themselves into thinking God is using them but actually God is not using them. So you see, and there, there are other people too. The last sect of people is the people that don't know how God will use them. Hallelujah. So we have the first category of people, people that don't think God can use them. The second category of people, people that have identified certain things about their life and then they said God won't use them. No, the first group of people are people that are asking a sincere question. Can God use me? Can God use me? They are asking a very sincere question. Can God use me? The second category of people are people that say, um, I've identified certain things about their life and then they are saying, no, God won't use me. The third category of people are people that have deceived themselves that God is using them, but actually God is not. And then the fourth category of people are people that know that God can use them, but they're asking themselves, how can God use me? All right. I said the greatest question is how, what? How? The greatest question is how. 
The greatest question is not when. The greatest question is not who. But the greatest question is what? How? Because how contains when. And the how contains what? The who. Alright? So, someone say how. How? Someone say how. How? How is a very great question. So, I'm talking to four categories of people. And then um, I'm praying that at the end of the day, people's life will be blessed in the name of jesus because of the how broad our topic is i want us to pick one person and then we study from the life of the person the other time we would also concentrate on other people today i want us to concentrate on nehemiah someone say nehemiah all right i want to allow me to give you the background of the book of nehemiah all right if you open your bible you see the book of nehemiah if you go after revelation you see nehemiah so open it right now oh somebody's in revelation right now my god somebody's in revelation right now my god hallelujah i'm sure someone has entered revelation my god amen and amen okay so nehemiah nehemiah amen Allow me to give you a brief a brief background of the book of Nehemiah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. You see, the book of Nehemiah is having 13 chapters. 13 chapters. 13 chapters. It is having 13 chapters. At the time of the writing of this book, Jerusalem was in ruins its walls were broken down and everything was destroyed so when you read um, the nehemiah chapter one you see that the man of god talks about how jerusalem is in ruins and how jerusalem is struggling even to be out of that place amen, amen. is someone here with me yes please is someone here with me yes please my god I pray for today that someone will be blessed in the name of our Lord Jesus. I pray that someone's eyes will be open. There is something that is falling on somebody's life. And I believe you are the person. I believe that after this ministration, you are going to be the next big the next big ten. The next big ten. The most talked about person. The most um, sought after person. The most favored person to the glory of God. Our Father. So Nehemiah was in exile in Babylon. And then he was a cup bearer in the king's palace. And he was a cup bearer in the king's palace. And then the king was called Atazeses. So King Atazeses had Nehemiah in his palace as the cup bearer. Is someone here with me? The Bible said that and Nehemiah had favor with God and Nehemiah had what favor with God that is why I want us to since we are in the month of favor we need to talk about Nehemiah and because Nehemiah had favor in favor in the sight of the king he was given the opportunity to go and rebuild the city walls so when you read chapter 2 chapter 2 of Nehemiah talks about how he was given that opportunity to go and rebuild the city walls 
when we read chapter 3 of the book of Nehemiah, it talks about the preparation that went inside before the wall was rebuilt. So he prepared to go and build the wall and he promised that he's going to finish rebuilding the wall in 52 days. Is someone here with me? He promised that he's going to finish building the wall in 52 days. So chapter 3 of the book of Nehemiah also talks about, you see, after this service, to this week, have time and, and learn and read the book of Nehemiah. You will love it because I've started giving the skeleton and when you touch it, oh Charlie, you'd really enjoy the book very much. The moment he started to build it, the Bible said that he attracted oppositions. And some of the oppositions are Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the people of Ashdod. All these people were people that were in opposition to the work that Nehemiah was doing. Don't forget, the topic for today is the man that God uses. The man that God uses. But to the glory of God, he persisted and he was he guarded his territory and he completed the building in 52 days. Someone say 52 days. After that, he dedicated the building to God. Wow. That's a very wonderful and fantastic reading. The Lord bless. high life service you are welcome all right you see the world we live in today is just as the jerusalem at that time why because the walls of the city was broken down and the city was in ruins who believe that the world that we live in today is in ruins that the 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 walls the world we live in here is in ruins, and then the walls of this city, this world is broken down. We are really struggling as a people because the walls that governed this entire world has been broken down. Can someone hear me? The issue is that we have gone astray as people of God. You see, walls are symbol of security. And you see, today, today, the world we live in has no security. We have people in security agencies, but trust me, the world we live in today is not having any security. Because you have, you see, we have sucked God out of the world we live in. In our schools today, we have sucked God. So when you go to school, you see that you see how Christianity is struggling to have its effect in 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 a, a world that God built. You see, the scenario is like someone that created a, a, a fish pond, and now the person is struggling to have an occupancy in his fish pond. Why? Because we have sucked God out of our world. We have sucked God out of our schools. When you come to governance, God is also out of it. Is someone here with me? 
So you would you would see government ruling without God. If you take a place like the United States of America, the country was founded on Christian principles, but today there are a lot of unchristian principles that prevails. Why? Because the walls have been broken down. Individuals in our personal life, our walls are broken down. We do things by our own instinct, pursue things by our own ambitions without the vision of God. Go where we want to go ourselves. Sleep where we want to sleep ourselves. Rise up where we want to rise up ourselves without any bearing of the one that protects his people. We live in a very dangerous world now, child of God. A wall, a city without a wall. This is the world we live in today. No security. Not in. Why? Because God is out. You see something? Take a fish out of the water and the fish will do what? Will die. Take a cow and put the cow inside of water for a, ro- a long time, let's say 30 minutes, the cow is going to do what? Will die. Why is it that taking a fish out of water means the, ki- the fish is going to die? It's because you have taken the fish out of its environment. If you take the cow out of the land and you place the cow inside river, it means you have taken the cow out of where? its environment. When you take man out of God, man will die. Because the environment of man is God. The environment of man is who? God. The natural place of, of man is totally God. That is why when God created man, he placed his presence around man. That you know that this is our environment. So anytime someone is carried out of the presence of God, it means the person is not having any security. That is why we see a lot of people, they go and they come and then something happens and then we are shocked. The issue is that you see, there is something missing. And I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. You will find your place in God. You will have security. You will have security. Because of you, a city's wall will be rebuilt. A city's wall will be rebuilt. Because of you, my God and my Father. My God, my God, my God. You stand as a man, as a woman. To bring life and order once again. To introduce God in many areas of your life. And systems, my God. Shatili brosata. I pray for you now. This is your testimony. 
it is yours for the taking it is yours for the taking it is yours for the taking in the name of jesus hallelujah you see god saw that the world that was at that time was in ruins the city was in ruins the city was in ruins and god chose somebody someone says somebody Rabba Ah my God. I think God is touching somebody. I see I see. Marco Shatter. Even before we we, we go to it, we, we, we go deeper. The Spirit of the Lord is awake in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, at the center of the column, there is always a man that knows his or a God and knows where his God is going. Even though the people had swayed away from God and did not know their God and they did not, they, they swayed away from their precepts of their God. There was one man that knew his God. You see, there will always, no matter how damaged this world will be, there is always going to be some people that knows their God and they know where their God is going. <laughs> no matter how spoiled this generation will be, there is also going to be a group of people or someone that knows his God and also knows where his God is going. It is my honest prayer and my sincere prayer that whenever there is account on a person or a people that know their God and knows what their God is doing you you should be counted as one your name should be part in the name of Jesus you should know your God and you should know where your God is going in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you see yet no matter how destroyed this world will be here, there's going to be death, there's, go, there's going to be somebody that really knows his God and where his God is going. Someone here with me. Knows his God and knows where his God is going. People will be, you see, when you go to a place, someone will say, even Sodom and Gomorrah. There was someone that knew his God and knew where his God is going. Right? We had Lot. 
he knew his God. I'm praying for somebody. See, never think. Never think. Never think that the world would ever lack a Christian. It will never happen. At any point in time, there's going to be somebody that knows his God. So don't join the bandwagon and think that, oh, stand for Jesus. Know your God. Hallelujah. The man God uses. Hallelujah. The man God uses. Amen. Can I can I can I start teaching? Hallelujah. Why are you laughing? This is introduction. Can I start teaching? Yes, please. Amen and amen. amen. Now, someone will say, Who is Nehemiah? You see, I'm going to talk about certain traits and certain things. Just check your life. Compare your life to it. If there is a fault with you, change your weight for the better. If you are not inside the circle, know what to do and know how to realign your life that God can use you. So at the end of the day, you would have answers to all the questions, whether God can use you, God will use you, God is using you, or how God will use you. Hallelujah. And I'm praying that um, this thing will bless you so much. This teaching will bless you so much. And this service is going to really bless you so much. Hallelujah. Number one. Nehemiah was an ordinary man. <laughs> he was just a slave, a cup bearer, who later became a civil engineer. Hallelujah. Amen. He became what? An engineer. He was just an ordinary man. You see, I, I see a lot of people, then they ask, eh, eh, no, you see, God don't use, you know, no, no, oh, God always pick people who are normal, okay. ordinary men, and God uses them. So as you are listening to me, maybe you think you need you need three different heads for God to use you. You have you need twenty ears for God to use you. You need to be you need to score mass uh, A one in commerce and score A one in elective mass and score A one in physics and score A one in chemistry before God can use you. No. Today, I I I was going to work and on my way I saw one of my students I was teaching many years and then I I I I, I went close that I told him to get into the car so he, he, he was inside I said do you remember me he said yeah I, I, I do remember you I said do you remember my name he said oh yeah uh, they used to call me Sir Benji so Sir Benji oh we will not we will not forget you I thought where are you going he said oh I'm going for a seminar and I'm like this small guy that I used to teach, like he has become very vocal, uh, like he has become very gentle. And then I remember that that particular guy, when you teach him anything, anything did, did not go. Now uh, the head is hard, small, like it dies small. The head, not it's not like not like small, like deep, deep, deep one. Do you get it? You put mass on the board and then the mass logo enter. Anything you do, this guy will not will not understand. Alright? But as I was talking to him, I saw that ah, 
this guy is now having a kind of wisdom that even his mates who are scoring all the A's in mass their T did, did not click exactly now Niti did not click alright someone says my own sum <laughs> now Niti did not click like um, I don't want to say it but you know what, what I'm trying to say uh-huh. now you know click at all like at all at all like at all, at all. yeah at all mm-hmm. so but as I was talking to him I saw that this guy is now having a kind of wisdom that even his mates who are scoring the A's, the B's, will not have. So I knew he was going to church or something, a seminar. So I said, Oh, you're a man of God. And I said, Yes. I said, Wow. Pays, 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 pays. Speech. You could see this is someone whose mind has been brought in. Right? You see, God don't use God don't always use the best of people. God don't always use um, the most refined people. God is not always looking for people. He uses ordinary men. A cup bearer. A slave. And God said, you you are the one that I will use. Are you here? Are you here with me? So you see, God can use you. Yes, you have gotten 20 over 50, 20 over 100. When you check your grace, D that day, D E D E D E that day, D D D E. But you see, God can use you. And God can use you to do things that will marvel you. God can use you, not just be, not just coming to be in cleric house to be part of clergy but you see God can use you to create something that will give life and fulfillment in this generation God can use you to build to build one of the biggest Christian companies God can use you to to build one big health facility that will help a lot of people that will prevent many women from dying the kind of death that people from this side goes through my god god use an ordinary man nehemiah then he can use you i pray for you in the name of jesus that if God is sorting after his next set of people that he's going to use, your name will be part. Your name will be inside. You will be part. Chateau Shataya. Shekodosa. Mandara do Shadebredosa. Mandada Basaya. Talababasha. Onfan in San Kawe. In the name of Jesus. You see, people go to medical school for years. And then out of the wisdom and knowledge and the mind that God gave them, they add to that knowledge and they can be able to diagnose where sicknesses, cancer, 
um, hepatitis B, fibroid, glaucoma, um, a lot of diseases, and then they can help to cure that disease. As someone that is listening to me right now, God can also pick you up and put his glory upon you that you will be you will also be healing cancer glaucoma hepatitis b fibroid just by mere releasing of the words in your mouth and the first thing that god would look at look at in you is you are a man and availability hallelujah he was an ordinary man he later became a cab um, a civil engineer he was just a cup bearer god uses ordinary men so you see god can use you so whenever you meet people and say that can god use me you should not ask yourself that question go through the bible and pinpoint uh people god use and you will see that all of them if not all were ordinary people people with no special family lineage people with no special specialty but God picked them and he used them hallelujah Amen. number two who is Nehemiah Nehemiah was a man of integrity. Someone say integrity. If God can use you, then you should be integrous. Someone say integrity. If God can use you, then you should be integrous. Do you know that uh, Nehemiah was a slave? Right? Where? In the king's palace. Where? In Babylon. In the king Artaxerxes' palace. And the Bible said that he was the king's cup bearer. It means that if the king is to eat, the one that is responsible for the life of the king, drinking from the king's cup, is who? Nehemiah. Jesus Christ. So the issue was that the life of the king was rested dependent resident on the integrity of the man wow. you see this is someone who was so integrous enough that even though he was a slave and the the right opposition of the babylonian kingdom was the jerusalem city and the kingdom was israel but this is someone that God said, even though you are coming from the others, the king said, even though you are coming from the other sect, you are so integrous enough that I can place my life on the line and trust you that because of you I am safe. Ace. Doesn't this hit you? My God. Doesn't this hate you? You see, can you be integrous enough that certain people can vouch on you? 
that this person, when I give him this thing, you see, before God will give you something, before you can do something for God and God to use you, you need to do something for some people and God will say, even this person, when a man gave him this thing to do, he did it to perfection. Then this is someone that I can also give this thing to. There are people that when you are giving them something to do, you are afraid. Am I, am I speaking to someone at all? There are times you, are, you give some, something to somebody, you are still thinking, how is this person going to even do it? There are workers that even their bosses in the company don't trust them. As they are there, they know that uh, hey, this thing, this person, he can, he can, he can do something. Can your boss trust you? Your boss at work. Can he say, oh, if I am not there, oh, for Ben, he's going to take care of it for me. He will, he will sort things out for me. He will just do this thing for me. Oh, he would make sure. You see, many people had businesses. It collapsed. Do you know why? Because of certain people, they trusted. You see, many people had ministry. And now the ministry is in ashes. Do you know why? It's not because the ministry lacked oil. It's not because the ministry was not functioning enough. It's not because the ministry, God was not using the ministry. Do you know why? It's because of certain people, certain people that the overseer are trusted. It is kings that destroy kings. So, if the kingdom should have been destroyed, Nehemiah, in his place as a, a, the king's cupbearer, could have destroyed something in the palace. But God used them because he was integral enough that even his direct enemy could trust on him. So that I can put my life, my life on him and place it resident my entire existence on a slave someone that i have taken captive Ish. is someone here with me it is not because the king did not have people from babylon that could have done it too are you here with me in babylon too there were strong men in babylon too there were people that could have handled this thing so easily but the issue is that he was more integral than all of them. So when the king surveyed them, that even though you are coming from the other side, you have proved yourself true that me, I can give you this thing to handle. What is it that someone can vouch and someone can say handle on, be, on, on the person's behalf? What is it? Are you trusted? Are you a trusted fellow enough? Are you a trusted one enough? I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. 
I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You'll be integrous enough. Kings can. Please, they are trusting you. Hallelujah. So, the, the man God uses, number one, Nehemiah was an ordinary man. And therefore, God can use you, an ordinary man. Number two, he was a man of integrity. Therefore, be integrous. Don't you know that some people are they are anointed, but you are afraid. You give them a ministry, then they bring a ministry out of it. You say, man of God, I have given you this platform. The next time you realize, he has also mobilized the very same people. Oh. And he has built ministry out of it. When you go and say it, you tell you, God told me to do it. Is God an author of confusion? You tell the person, oh, handle this for me. The moment the person starts handling, the person starts fishing. Oh, even there are men of uh, there are men of God, associates, people. Oh, uh, God. There are people eh, that they were in churches, bigger ministries, nationwide ministries. Then their, their overseer left it in their hands. Do you know what they did? They started fishing out the rich people in the church. Started prophesying to the rich people in the church. If he prophesied to the rich people, then he knows that uh, then you'll be glued to towards his agenda. That is not integrity. That is not integrity. That is not integrity. The, you see, the king was not a perfect man. The king one day would come out and insult even the people in Jerusalem. I'm telling you. There's going to be a day that maybe when the king sat in his, his, his throne, he was saying, Ah, Jerusalem, there's somebody in Krabi. Somebody we have possessed their, their cities and then their towns, or Moonflu or Moonko. Nehemiah could have been angry. Maybe something the king will say towards his country. But based on his characteristic nature of an integrous person, he wouldn't respond in a negative sense. There are people that the day their boss will slide, that day they will teach their boss a lesson. There are people, what they are waiting for is that let their head pastor make a mistake. And that day, they will tell the entire fellowship, the entire church, the entire congregation, didn't I tell you? I told you that this person, this and this and So you see, he has made his rod already, prepared the rod already, waiting to strike. May God have mercy on us. Even those ones that they, they came right now. See how uh, the man of God give them this. They have that. They have that. They have that. Only us. How many? Uh, eh? I told you. If you had that thing, you would have done something for yourself. But you see, you have now become an agent of the enemy destroying 
what God has been building. There is no general without a weakness. So you, as you are walking about with a a magnifying glass and lens, magnifying errors and magnifying faults, note that when you bully your way through to the front, you will definitely also have need some people who will be under you some time to come and abide what the chino. Go and ask General, uh, General Mosquito. Okay. Hallelujah. Is someone in church? Go and ask General Mosquito. Who would understand that abide both the children? Hallelujah. Number three. Nehemiah prioritized his mission in prayer. The book of Nehemiah has 13 chapters. Yet, there are 11 times, 11 times in 13 chapters, you will see him pray. So, you would read, when you when you start reading the book of Nehemiah, you will see that this, this phrase is always repeated. And I pray to the God of heaven. And I pray to the God of heaven. And I pray, you will see that phrase repeated 11 times. In 13 chapters Wow This is the reason why this man Would never miss what God Told him to do Because he's always connected to the Right source, connected to his God Connected to the right information You know in The 1970s in New York there was this poor woman that was very poor that had a, a baby and due to some circumstances the husband was not with her so she stayed with the baby alone in New York and because there was no money and she was poor she came one day and then the dog in the house, the dog that had been a pet, and you see how those people they play with their dogs and all that. So the dog in the place had fed on the baby. Because there was no food and the dog was dying, the dog needed to use the baby as food chew the baby killed the baby died and people that heard this story protested did a protest here and there going through cities and telling the king the 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 government how um, so much of a failure they have become but you see there was the city councilman 
made a statement that I always think about. The statement that he made is that, you see, you people are asking me to even hear the sound of a blade when it is used on even a grass. Are you so much aware that there are times I don't even know the burdens of the people even in my nuclear family? Wow. I don't even know the burden of the people even in my nuclear you see that and then it's true it is not every need that the government will see it is not every need that you are waiting for you see you are waiting for government every day when you wake up you you bash mpp you bash ndc you bash cpp calling people thieves left right center but you've forgotten that even in your house there is something that you should do you are not doing Even in your room, there is something you should do, you are not doing. So, how can you know what God wants you to do? Prioritize your mission in prayer each and every day. Prioritize your mission in prayer each and every day. Is that one here with me? So you begin each day in prayer by asking God, what do you want me to do today? 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 It's a prayer, you see, when you wake up in the morning, ask God, what do you want me to do today? See, there are times God is directing you to touch life close to you. There are times the people have become plenty. Your status, your chat, their voices are men. You don't even know who and where God wants you to go. In this age, whereby you open your you open you open your status, someone is preaching, you go to Facebook, someone is this, this, any you see, each and every time there is something that is trying to take your attention. If you are not careful, you will never know what God wants you to do. You may even never know where God wants you to invest. Where God wants you to place your energy, your resources, that the place will grow and touch lives. So when you wake up each and every day, ask God, what do you want? What do you have me do? And God will lead you to some somebody. And I pray to the God of heaven. And I pray to the God of That is why he never missed any detail. Because he was constantly tell, uh, he was constantly with God, asking God, what should what should I do next? See, there are people that always ask God, what, God, give this to me. When the thing comes to them, they never pray for what's next. But you see, this morning, dear Sparkling, I was telling, I was telling you something that pregnancy means there's a baby that will come over time. 
But you see, you should grow today. And you should grow through your life to understand that it is not every pregnancy that ends up in a child being born. When you have a land, it means there is probably an infrastructure that is coming upon it, right? But it's not every land that have infrastructure comes upon it. So, a manifestation, a sign is not a manifestation. So, when God starts doing certain things in your life, it does not mean it has come to an end. Always go to God and ask Him, what do you... You see, cultivate a habit of these sincere prayers. God, what do you want me to do today? It may be short. But listen, it is genuine. It is from your heart. God will listen. You are coming to sleep. God, may you protect me. May you lay a burden on my heart tomorrow that I would also contribute my quota to the ministry. Then you sleep. It may be short. But you see, that is the that is the prayer God has always been waiting for you to pray since 20, 2005. May 2005. And right from May 2005, to March 2021, you have not made that prayer. And I pray that you are going to prioritize your mission in prayer. Pray. 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 Each and every day. Hallelujah. Number three. He had affection for his people. Number four. He had affection for his people. He had so much affection that when he appeared before the king, Atazazel said, why is your face down? Because the king said that today, his countenance has changed. The countenance of this man has changed. Why? Because he had affection for his people. There are a lot of people eh, who are doing things but I don't have affection for people. Let me let me be let me be blunt here. Many celebrities are giving to the orphanages not because they have affection for the people. I'm telling you the gospel truth. Many celebrities are giving to people not because they have affection for the people, but it makes them look nice in the sites it is for business to give them name oh this is a generous person it's it helps their brand but people that have affection when you see them you see them god can be able to say at this person you see your thoughts makes more sound in heaven than your words Your thoughts makes more sound in heaven than your words. So intention is so crucial to God. You may deceive me as a, as a leader. You may deceive your neighbor. 
You may deceive easy, but God there, you can't deceive him. It is like you are in love. Say me, I'm not in love. Your friends tell you, oh me, I'm not in love. Oh, I'm not in love. But they know how when you are texting this person, you are, you are laughing. How you have this thing on your face, laughing, laughing plenty. You can deceive them, but you can't deceive God. You go to prayer and then you are dying, pants. Oh, I'm alive. Through his stripes, I am healed. Through his stripes, I am healed. You, you are dying. You, see, you can tell you can tell other people that when you come to God and you are saying, Tell God, God, this is it. You see, don't come and do yourself gently. And Arnold Schwarzenegger in the sight of God. So his intentions is very crucial. He had affection for his people, sincere affection. When you meet people that have sincere affection, it is on their heart. When you see people, what comes to you? When you see um, ladies being abused, what comes to you? When you see children being raped, what enters your head? When you see lesbians and gay, are you angry or you have affection for them? If you are angry, there is a problem. But if you feel for them, it means there is a unique, there is a unique call for you to do something to help them. The man Nehemiah had affection for his people. It even, you see, it even transcended to his posture. In this age, you don't even know which posture is true. You can see somebody write on the status, oh, rest in peace. Then, so much emojis that shows that this person is crying. Rest in peace. We did two minutes, three minutes. Then the person will start posting another video. I said, ah. So, ah, like, you don't understand. No. Within these few minutes, you have, you have post crying. The other two, you have put jokes. And the person is laughing. I said, ah. This generation, you are, you are very confused. It is, it is only this generation. You see that someone who paints Bible verse. 6.50 a.m. Okay. By 8.20, he's working to come you got song. <laughs> hey, who? We don't even know what our affections are. Hey. You see, this person who posts things contradicting, <laughs> but this is somebody that carried the burdens of the people that the thing even appeared in his posters. He, you see, the thing even transcended to how he lived his life. He, he carried it so much that the thing was so much on him, on him. If you care too much, it will be in your language. If you care, it will be in your addiction. It will become part of you. That when someone sees you, when someone sees you, you know that indeed you are carrying the burden. See, that's why that some people they carry the burdens of ministry. When you see them, everything about their life has to answer. Haven't you met Pentecost Dickens before? 
Oh. You see that? Haven't you met Pentecost the kings before? So everything about their language has become gates, you know, no, kotoplonim, bagano, everything. Like, oh. For son of a two year. For command, their language has spots. Eh, they have eh, they, they have they have carried the burden of the church so much that when you see them, it shows. You don't even need to see for long to know that this person is a Pentecost deacon. Even his suit will tell you the Pentecost deacon. Because in his suit is poster of the church member that died last weekend that they are going to do there. There's a, another pocket, is pen, another here is Bible, another here is anointing oil, another here is uh, tight books. Like it has um, it has drawn on the person. <laughs> you haven't you oh me, I have my I have some of most of my friends, they are elders. Say so you cry, yeah, Dickie. As you're looking at me, you're dicking, right? Uh, most of my friends, some of my sons, they are dickens. The moment they become dickens, their life changes. Even their language. You see, at first, you could talk, and then you could talk to him. You could have a conversation with him for 20 minutes. Proper conversation. Now, when you start talking to the person, ah, they come on ministry. So, if you want to talk outside ministry, it does not tally. The issue is that he has carried the burden and then it has become part of the person. If you carry the burden of orphans, it will be in your language. If you meet givers, you will not take long to say that they carry a particular others. They carry a heart for people. It is part of their language. When you meet people that care about uh, people that are dying, it is part of them. I have a friend. He has been here, Dr. Kamijan. Anytime you see Dr. Kamijan, he's talking about sexual purity. Why? Because he carries the burden. There are people, when you see them, you see that they, they carry the burden of prayer. So whenever they are talking, prayer, let's pray, let's do this. That is it. That affection is an indication that God wants you to God wants to use you in that area. There are some people too, when you meet them today, Shalama, tomorrow, uh, worshiping, uh, to, uh, today, twerking, uh, the next day, uh, uh, deacon. Like their their life is mixed up. I say, kakra. We can cry like a lot of things uh, combined. No particular bearing, no particular order. No particular order, no particular bearing. Is someone here with me? Hallelujah. Number number five. He went close. Someone say proximity. Proximity. He went close. Whenever you try to peep, whenever you try to 
look from a distance, you you are likely you are likely to get it wrong. See, if you have not gotten closer to someone who is a homosexual, you may not understand to a deeper level what some of them are going through. If you have not gone closer to an alcoholic, you may not know how some of them are going through. If you have not gotten close to a homosexual, you will not know how some of them are coping. You may sit down and with your religious mentality, um, just condemn them to death. But you may not even know that even with homosexuals, we have different types of homosexuals. We have the homosexuals that are, that are radical and aggressive. For them, they are all over, are very aggressive, they are very radical. And then all over, over television, just proclaiming we need our rights, we need this, and we have their committed and coping. They are they are committed to the thing, but they are still they are still trying. Am I really am I really like this? Then we have the we have the we have the hating and hurting. Some of them they are hating and then they are hurting. So you see, until you go you get closer to them, you may not understand. You may not understand them. I'm not saying understanding does not mean consent. But understanding brings a lot of wisdom that you can be able to help people out of it. The situation, the thing that is going on in, 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 in that space that God is calling you to do. If you stay from a distance, you may not know how it is. Is that man here with me? 
I remember one of my children. Okay. I was talking to him. He said, um, Papa, no, no, I was serving in a place when I was in the university. I served in the place for three consecutive years. And then to serve even three years, I think it had happened only twice. I was the second person. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was happening. And then um, whenever he sees me, he would come and help me in what I'm doing. And he want to do it, want to do it. He said one year, even the first semester, he wanted to resign. Do you know why? When you looked at this from a distance, it was nice. It looked easy. It looked different. I did not get close. The day you get closer to an alcoholic, you may have deeper understanding about certain things. Get closer. The day you would get closer to someone who is a prostitute, you will have a different understanding. The day you get closer to someone who is an atheist and say, I don't believe God, eh? maybe pay attention to the, the story of the person. The person may be very rowdy and very insulting God. Don't let the insult push you. Maybe get closer. There are some of them, they have a sincere pain that because of that, they are using it to cover up that there is no God. To get closer. Proximity is very key. It's very needed. There are people that, uh, you see, there are people that have been abused by pastors. Right? So, when you see them saying, uh, bashing men of God, don't be, get closer and understand what is their problem. You may know that maybe their mother, their sister, their younger sister or something who had been raped by a man of God and because of that pain, it is making them say such a thing. So get closer. All right. You see, when you see, when you see a madman eh, walking by the roadside. Eh, some of them may laugh, right? But there's some, there's some people who, who who don't laugh. Do you know why? They have gotten closer because maybe perhaps the person is having somebody in their family that is also not well. Is someone here with me? So get closer. It is like, let's say, when you see a madman walking and then people are playing with the, the madman, the son of that man, when he sees him, will not laugh. Do you know why? Because he's close. He understands certain things. So when you see people selling 
and then and then you are saying certain things you have not gotten closer get closer Nehemiah was a man that went close there was a man that is by the name Joseph Diamond he went to a place that is called Malachi or Malachi Malachi who was in Hawaii Malachi was in Hawaii and then this man touched the people, healed the people, sent them to the clinic, ministered to the people so much. They were very sick. They were very people that had, uh, some of them, they had leprosy and all that. One day, you cannot change all of a sudden though. Try, let me see. One day, okay. one day, the man woke up also sick. And then um, eventually, I think he had leprosy, then he died. When he died, because he was from Belgium, he was a missionary from Belgium, the Belgium government ordered for his body so that they can bury him in Belgium. Then the people from Malachi said, No, don't send him. We want him here. So it was like, we need him here, we need him here, we need him here. Then when the uh, Malachi, people from Malachi saw that um, they cannot have him, they requested that they should take his hands. At least give, give, give us his hands. They said, because this is the hands that touched us. So they took his hands and they took the rest of the body to Belgium. When they buried his hands in Hawaii. When you go there right now, you see the monument of that in the place. Why? Because a man went close. A man went close. Shut Go closer to the alcoholic. Go closer to the drunkard. Get closer to the hurting person. Get closer to the to the drug addict. Get closer. The, and you would understand. You'd have ways that that you can use, that God can use you to affect their lives in a positive way. Pray that you would have this wisdom in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would have this wisdom in the name of Jesus. Let me let me run so that I can end. Number six, he prepared himself. A lot of believers want God to use them, but are not preparing themselves. many many believers we like the idea of being used by god but you see until you are until god is until you see until you are prepared god will not use you god will not just pick you as an ordinary man and say go no when god picks you as an ordinary man he equips you because the issue is that the things of god are done by ordinary men but it's not ordinary it means that when the ordinary men are picked 
between the ordinary men and the execution of their job of that mighty works in between is a place of preparation there is always the middle ground of preparation God preparing people God preparing his children God touching lives you need to prepare yourself out to knowledge add to wisdom enter enroll for some classes submit to some people that know and tell the man of God I want you to train me I am available any assignment you want to do I am here also give it to me I would help that is how come people God uses them hallelujah let me run he prepared himself number seven he didn't give up hope against all odds there is no great thing that went up without an opposition ah and are some Ghanaians here in the building? Are some Ghanaians here in the building? Okay, I said he didn't give up hope against all odds. He did not give up hope. He did not give up hope against all odds. Are Ghanaians here in the building? Don't you see each and every day people come and write on people's when people are building house, they write with red paint, produce permit, stop work. Oh. But it always goes up, right? Oh. <laughs> Have you ever seen in your life that they, were, they wrote something, stop work, that they stopped work before? The day you pass by, you say stop work. The next time you come, they have painted. <laughs> ah, like, have you seen something before? Like, even today when I was going, there was this, you, every time you see they, they write they write they write on people's walls every time every now and then stop work produce permit stop work but it goes up it, it goes up why is it that when you are a believer and you are doing something which it's important and then some people tell you stop work you dare you stop my sister is saying even my father's house the road stopped when but it has gone up and it's complete but why is it that you as a believer you are doing something good though the moment opposition come you say no you will not do it again why you are singing nice in the church the moment one sister gossiped about you and you saw it what that Hey. Sambalat, Tobiah, Ashdod, Ammonite, Arabs, all these people rose up against Nehemiah, building of the wall. 
but yet the wall went up. It is not Ghanaians are not the first people to 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 build to conclusion after hard work. Nehemiah was the one that started. Why is it that you, when you are doing something good, you hit an obstacle you want to stop? You hit an obstacle you want to stop. The very first obstacle you are stopping. You see, the last time I was, many people are complaining about the thing, the very same thing that they pray, they pray to God for. Oh Lord, I need a ministry. Oh Lord, I need, I need a ministry. Oh Lord, I need a ministry. And God has given the person that ministry. And the person is saying, eh, the ministry cried, I, I want to stop. Dude, this was the thing you were praying about. Some few years to come. The very same thing you are praying about. Now you say you want to stop. Why? Because of an obstacle. Are you the first person? No. Nehemiah experienced worse people mocking him. Go and ask even Noah when he started building the ark. Anything that involves building will always receive an opposition. If your work, your ministry, your the thing that God has given to you, you are building, it's a building. You are building it will experience opposition why are you stopping you are stopping because you are not a serious person you are stopping because you are not you are you just carry the body of a matured person you are not matured you are stopping because you don't really mean business because if you really mean business you will do it amidst opposition hey do you know that if right now if I start sharing money for people who are here right now, by the time I'm done, I will experience opposition. Yes. Why is it that when you are given to Yahaba, you said Yahaba, I've given you 100 Ghana cities. But me, you said you have given me 100.00 Ghana cities. Why did you add the 0. .00? Do you want mine to finish to go to 0, 0? <laughs> Do you know that in this nation there is there, there are people there are people that when you even pick paint and you go to the house say I'm coming to paint for you they'll have problem with you. Recently I was following this one one um um, um celebrity in Ghana a comedian that went through some trying times and then um, he was led to go to. The psychiatric hospital and all that it led to some stuff then the other person be who is also a comedian also wanted to help in that regard the moment he started doing it i saw the family members come up and then trying to make the thing very bad paint a different i said oh anything anything good someone will do here on the earth people will have something to say about it you are not the first even jesus christ had opposition. Now you, Antiaco Siaba. Hey. <laughs> Even Jesus Christ had opposition. Now, Antiaco Siaba. Ah, come on. Come on. Come on. 
What if I had a man pointing? Who goes school? Winiba. Maybe I'm so end up. A rat day. Definitely, you would experience it. You would experience opposition against anything you are building. Against your marriage, your relationship, your academics, your finances, your ministry. Any good thing you want to build, there will be opposition. There are people that is like, it's their job. You think that every, every person is a human being? Oh. If you think everybody is a human being, the day you close from every institution, count the number of people that comes from the gates. And check the number of people that are in the in the in the in that institution. You see the number of people that come from the gate, they are lesser than the people who are in the institution. There are people that their whole work, eh? Their whole work, you know their whole work is to come and frustrate people. There are men of God that have been created by the enemy. The devil fi- uh, financed them, channeled them. The devil also gave them devilish members. So the members that are there, no, all of them, no, they are not members. So they are all devils, demons. So if you have ten thousand people in this church, all the ten thousand people, about ninety-nine percent of them are all devilish people, and then their whole work is to frustrate other man of God. So if you don't concentrate on what you are doing and you want to always throw things back, then you don't go forward. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That you will not stop building the very thing that God wants you to build. That you will not stop building the very thing that God wants you to build. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. Hallelujah. The last one. He built the wall and he returned in 52 days. Just as he promised. He did what? Built the wall and returned in 52 days. Just as he promised. Glory to Jesus. He built the wall and he returned in 52 days. I pray for somebody in the name of our Lord Jesus that whatever God has said concerning your life, you are going to build them. I want us to take two minutes and before I say I do anything, I want you to begin to talk to your God that I will rise up and build. You rise up and you build. God can use you. You are the exact man that God is needing. You are the exact woman that God is waiting for. God is waiting for you. That He's going to build with you. I see God building with you. I see God building with you. 
You are the right vessel, and our God will use you. Ramba shada branda taya ipalo atala baba rapa sotele bebe shada bebe bebe ma kodo brondo saya rapa bashala baba rapa paraba bashala baba shada kebe bebe shada branda taya branda taya ipalo atala baba ipalo baba baba ipalo baba baba rapa shada baba Ikolo bro no saya, rapa setala baba, 